Good morning, Wes. It's been a while. So this is my contribution to the podcast. I did talk about monogamy. Yes, I have a question for your listeners and my colleagues too, because clearly, to see what any suspects were, life on levels. So yeah, do you think royalty stems from a point of um, of social, 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 what, social policies or from a personal point of loyalty? If you ask me, it's from loyalty. Monogamy is not easy. Like, hey, you'll find you have a man, but hey, but you know, you just love what you have, you appreciate what you have, and no one is made to like fit you perfectly. No one is born as your perfect match. You actually make this shit work. Hey, so I knew we watched it, but for our own sake, we have to make this shit work. What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of Life on Levels, your friendly neighborhood every Saturday podcast with me, the voice behind the podcast, Wes or like one of you likes to call me, the voice on the radio, shout out to you Lulu for making me sound so mysterious, but thank you so much. Well, I know I haven't recorded in a minute, but I was fishing for content and I wanted you guys to get involved, you know, we tell each other stories, so I didn't want to come uh, with half-baked things, so went fishing, and so I came back with a fish, and I asked you guys to vote, and you guys voted, uh, you guys voted for uh, a couple, but this one came out on top, 13 votes for this one, you all voted um, this one for 13, a tie between number 2 and 3, or number 2, at 12 votes each, that was why are we so messed up, and why are you still single, I guess a lot of people are single in the Life on Levels community, but Hamko Pekeenyu clearly, and then the other one was X's at um, 10 votes, and then the rest started, went kind of kidogo kidogo from there but number 5 was my babe Stella I don't know you guys nini mnataka niwaambie story ya Stella mapema hivyo sim relax I will tell you all about Stella when we get it to Stella but it's not what you think but keep it tuned it's a very interesting story I bet you Stella is amazing So thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for being patient uh nashukuru sana and I think we should just uh, get right on with it. I've been thinking and mulling over this topic for a while. And by a while, I mean 2020, a while. I came across a video by one of my favorite YouTube uh, Instagram couples. And you will be hearing them in the episode, what they think, uh, the issue about monogamy and them. Because this idea came from them. And I realized it's actually true. It's actually true. So, but before that, me, 
I think I think guys voted for this one most because they thought I would be advocating for polygamy or giving that Nairobi perspective of it. But I feel like Nairobi is a bit played out at the moment. Like everybody's talking about Nairobi. Everybody is saying Nairobi this, Nairobi that. Nairobi, but in real sense, Nyinyindi or Nairobi. You're the contributors of Nairobi. So I'm not going to approach it from that perspective. Let's talk about um beneath the surface stuff with monogamy so today's topic as you've seen is monogamy are we serious and the reason why i can like this is such a a thing that hits home is because this is exactly what we go on kwanza let me tell you based off what us guys and i'm talking to us guys um in the perspective you're not old this is the decade that you're gonna get old so if you are anywhere in between that, this one is for you. But if you are above that, yeah, this also affects you because it's your generation that is causing this. But the thing about it is, us guys, we are believing less and less in the institution of marriage. And more so, we are believing less and less in commitments and long-term commitments. And I dare say, by the end of this decade, we just might be very, 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 very accepting. Come on, to normalize Nairobi. We will normalize things like co-parenting. Like, you know, but we're going to have kids. And when we have kids, we're just going to have to bring them up. So that is why I chose monogamy. So the reason why I'm asking if we are serious is because, one, us guys, we were not. There are things that we are taught and others that we are not. Tulienda shule kufunzo akisami na parts of an insect, but you are never told the things that actually bother people right now. First thing I'm going to say is, um, and this question is directed at people who have been in relationships, especially the women. And um, so the first thing I need to ask is, uh, do we really want monogamy? Think about it. Do you really want to be exclusive with that person you're hoping that will text you or will respond back to your text? Like, is that what you really want? And the reason why I'm insisting on this question so much is because we don't know what we are getting ourselves into. We were not taught these things. We were never, like, we were told so much about, uh, like, when it comes to monogamy, we were told why it is right to be monogamous. You are told uh, having one partner is good because you get to be happy. They get to be your joy. They get to be your rock to lean on. They're your ride or die. Blah, 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 blah. Then you're told it's good, it's safe, which is true. If you're messing around with one person and they are messing around with you only, that would mean you're safe in the perspective of you ain't going to catch diseases out here. That's one. That's the safety aspect of it. So that's good. You're told a lot of why reasons. It's what the Bible says. It's what uh, society expects of you. You're told the why. But have you ever realized you're not told the how? How to be monogamous? Like, you're not told the intricacies of monogamy and what it entails. And I'll give you an example. And you all will hear... um, that YouTube, uh, that Instagram couple I'm talking about and how they approach the whole perspective. And at some point, even the woman says, if I knew what I know now about monogamy and marriage, I may have made a different choice. So first question to women. Most of the time, this question is, what are we? And 
what what are we doing when you hang out with a guy you're in the talking stage it's getting really heated you've probably gone there a few times but it's not defined yet because it does happen sometimes um the question of what are we mostly comes from the woman all right takuliza what are we what am i to you so you want that guy to put a label on you put a title on you and so that you can feel safe so the guy most guys if they really like you they tell you okay fine let's date so you date now you've officially exclusivity comes with a lot of responsibility uh for both parties but this first question i am directing at then you get into the relationship and realize oh oh my god immediately i am the only woman in his life now so any sexual expectation he had towards any other woman or whoever he was messing around before with has now been transferred to me and let's face it if any man has ever had a girlfriend or if you're a girl and you've ever been in, in any one girlfriend you know um sex uh, becomes a, a very different thing when you're in a relationship it's not like the same when you're in the talking stage and with different reasons and i know some of y'all know what those reasons are by the way when i mean commitments i'm not talking about your one month old relationship i'm talking about something that you intend to carry for the long term not your very many one month long no relationship that's not long term that's not a commitment now you're with someone you intend to see the future with or you intend to date them long term on a long term basis so you've eliminated all the other women and now you realize oh god he expects i am the primary sex provider in this relationship and you know there's a lot of things that comes with being a girlfriend like there's mood swings there's um getting tired there's just life life happens and it's not happening so a lot of the time and i've had a lot of guys say that I insinuated or I instigated sex in my relationship and we had a fight with my girlfriend so I'm like why she's your girlfriend and then they were like no I insisted she was not in the mood I got grumpy after that and she got mad and she asked me kwani I'm only about sex to you so in that perspective already you see there's a problem you wanted exclusivity with a guy you wanted to be the only woman in his life and now you are but nobody told you how things would be ukiwandani you are the primary sex provider una expect akatwe wapi you understand so it's very very it's a very tricky situation you're not told and as for the guys in the same way wewe ume umeachana you've become possessive over the girl you're dating and so you don't expect men to be texting her and all that so now you have responsibilities women we know they are more emotionally connected to a man in comparison to how the man is connected to them so when she comes home and has or she comes to you and has a long day she expects you to listen wewe pia umechoka so you're brushing her off because you're tired una expect akambie nani because you signed up for this but nobody told you that eh 
bro, there are going to be some times that you're gonna be tired and you don't want to hear anything and you just want to chill, but you're just gonna have to listen to your wife because that's how monogamy is. Once you sign up for that commitment, like you become a lot for this person. And that's the part we are not told. Nobody tells you because when you approach monogamy, people think of the calorie parts, you know, those fancy, fancy parts here. Oh, I'll have a bay. Um, you enter into a relationship thinking as a man that, oh, I'm having a girlfriend, so sex is going to be guaranteed. As a woman, you enter, you think the man is going to bring some sort of stability into your life, whether it's financial, whether it's um, emotional, whether it's uh, security kind of stability. Like you enter the relationship with expectation and the wrong reason. Hakuna mtu kuambia. And then you yourself, you're thinking, hey, it's going to be nice. It's going to be the dates. It's going to be the cuddling. It's going to be the hanging out. It's going to be having someone to talk to. Those are the good parts. Nobody tells you that once you date this person for a long time, she's going to wake up in the morning. Akio mevalia t-shirt ya Ariel. Sengenge ni ngombe. Or ngarisha na mwasho moja with a stocking that has a hole in her head looking the way she wants and she like that is the person you're going to deal with that is part of monogamy nobody tells you that this guy atakuja home ameshinda huko nje akikimbia au ametoka gym na anataka kabla ingesha kwanza atulia angalia simu yake na socks zake zinanuka nobody tells you that na <laughs> unashanga you start thinking that it's going to be all rosy and all that nobody tells you that it plateaus and gets boring and nobody tells you that as much as the love started differently, it's not going to stay the same. And that's why I've always said, falling in love with someone should be natural. That's how it should be. But staying is in love is never natural. Staying in love is like is like changing tires in a car. Once it gets worn out, you change new tires. And if you're going to somewhere with a lot of sand, you put the right amount of you you put the right kind of tires. Nobody tells you all these things. And that's why I'm asking, are we serious? Because we don't know. And most guys, relationships don't fail because okay, there are many reasons why relationships fail. But one of the major reasons is that guys don't know what they are going to deal with. So umefika your point and now you you are having a lot of of course we have phones now so options are everywhere. So you have that guy who's texting you all the time who's nininining you because you're a new and exciting thing to them. Have you ever asked yourself you before you respond to that guy and uh, you want to check their messages all the time when you have a boyfriend or you have a girlfriend have you ever asked yourself that even if you are to leave your current person for that person boring stage and i think that's where love needs to change because i believe love changes over time and when it changes that is when you get you know perspective over things when it's boring you realize that even in the boring parts that is still the person you chose and that's why i say mimi ukianzia when you when you're starting out anything you look forward to the next step and when you get to the next step, you enjoy that step that you are looking forward to. And when you're past everything, the memories of how you had you worked for those steps is what keeps you going and feeling you proud. And it's the same thing with relationships, my people. You see, the reason why I dare say that is the inconsistency and incompleteness of monogamy is why we are hurting today is because 
you're told that, like I said, you're told why it's good to have one person, you know? You're told how good it is. But you're not told the how to navigate yourself through that monogamous relationship and have, you know, that happily ever after that everyone seeks. Because, but we're not told it's not easy to achieve happiness. Happiness is not natural. You have to work through it. Yeah? And so, somebody... um. Somebody was, I was having this discussion with someone, yeah? and he was saying, uh, and while we were talking, uh, they were saying, um, think of it like this, yeah? how can happiness be natural? For example, let's say when you're with a long-term girlfriend or a, or a wife, yeah, and you are still the same guys who, in your relationships, you used to go at it all the time. Yani you likuwa nika event. But now you're a bit committed with other things. Um, if you're married, your wife has three kids. She's not the same woman she used to be. Uh, also, your husband at 45 is not the same guy he used to be at 27. So it's different. Nobody tells you that this changes. That's why we don't want to even in that old age. Because as, in as much as people, kuchezana is a choice. There is an element of blankness that they had going into it. So let's talk about things that I can relate. I'm not married. I have married friends, but I'm not married. So let's talk about a girlfriend, all right? So assume you're with a long-term girlfriend and, again, you are still the same people who are going at it all the time. And then it just so happens that now you've changed. You've finished your school. You've graduated. Uh, you're shacking up together and you all both have work, all right? So, I call a time like all you could do maybe when you're in campus is go visit each other. Like, unangoja Friday, fikin do wende kwa demiako. So, you're going to what do you call compensate for a whole week's of energy in three days. So, it seemingly seems like uh, your sex life is better. So, here we are. Now you have work. You're shacking up together, so you're seeing each other every day. Um, you've talked about possibly everything you you can tell this person about yourself. Like, believe me, relationship seriously. Trust me, it happens. Ask around. If you're in a relationship, you know what I mean. If you don't believe me, ask your people in relationships. And if you have a, some people in relationships, believe me, at how maybe wame kusengenya. So you, they'll say no, but trust me, is one of my one stories. Now the question is whether it's positive or negative, but that's besides the point. Now I'm asking, you get home, you're tired, she gets home, you're, she's tired. So you expect things to be as natural as they work it up. So in between you getting tired, waking up for work at 5 a.m. in the morning, doing your stuff, going to work, dealing with problems like... If you don't actually make a conscious effort to make it work and be happy, happiness is not going to be natural. And somebody was asking me, okay, how do you do this? Assume, for example, once you end up with a shorty who's a lawyer, um, how are you going to navigate this? Me I'm, me, I'm like, it might not seem like much, but if I come back home, say everybody's in the house by 8.30, we are going to eat together. It don't matter. Like, so lazima tukwena story, tunaza discuss news or some, just something. But 
it's the little things that you make effort to that keep you happy because again i repeat happiness cannot be natural so back to my initial point you're told that a monogamy is where it's at so you're gonna be it's the right thing to do so you enter monogamy knowing that ukisha ingia kuna kutoka and you have to be happy so you enter and you realize you're not happy so what do you do you start getting frustrated now i feel like that is part of the reason why us guys as kids of the older generation we are hurt today because we are not told that sometimes monogamy is imperfect sometimes monogamy don't work sometimes people fall out of love e coronavirus mekamna vitu mingi sana watu wame realize and this is hurtful for a lot of people out there because it's a reality that has come to the fore that we are actually most of us products of blended families like you find out you have other siblings somewhere that's besides the point and i know this will eat it umizawatu but it's i think it's high time we hear it yeah so you're told monogamy is the way to go you you enter blindly and you think it's going to be happily ever after with a guy you you met and you think it's always going to be like that it's not and if we knew that monogamy is not perfect that people sometimes even fall out of love people sometimes just get to a point where you have different interests and i'm not advocating for polygamy neither am i saying am i dissuading people from love no i'm not doing that i'm just saying that not all love ends at forever <laughs> forever sometimes could be 20 years sometimes it could be 30 sometimes it could be 10 sometimes it could be 5 it happens and i think if that were the case a lot of people would have had a softer landing when you realize that you're a product of a blended family instead of you being so bitter with what's going on in your family you can realize that love exists love happens but love also dies and when it dies you can't hold on to that for good you can't hold on to the negative parts for good you cuz what happens is people like i said coronavirus i'll give you an example <clears throat> read a story somewhere of a guy who was saying that uh, me i've never seen my dad for a complete full week all right my dad would come monday tuesday no sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday then friday saturday had his sunday juni hayuko okay so he used to say he's traveling even church he he used to never go with us he would come once in a while but so now when corona came this guy see lockdown it happened so the dad was in the house full time okay so that's when drama emerged and it emerged yo kumbe mzai kwenye anaendanga haikuangi ni kazi he has a whole another family and this person was so bitter he was so bitter because and i agree that's something very wrong and it's bound to hurt someone but to him the statement that was making it all more painful is that he thought that these guys were perfect venyameshikuona they are perfect okay he never knew there are so many cracks in their parents marriage 
And that's what most of the people are realizing today. That it has cracks. It's not... <laughs> See, Raisi. Because now you realize, you this whole time you've been in school, you've always just been coming home for one month. Like your high school, one month holiday. When you're in campus in between semester breaks, it's three weeks, one month. And these people coexist when you all are around. But now coronavirus forced everybody to be there Monday to Monday. So, but now there is another family who has show, that has shown up and it has to be dealt with. So, what do you do? It's sad. It's really, really, really sad. And I feel that stems from the fact that so the fact that anything can, any other fact can be brought to the light, it does not register in your head. And now you end up so hurt and so bitter because monogamy works but it doesn't work i wish we could be told that sometimes monogamy love exists but if you can find the kind of love that ends in forever you are lucky and it is rare people automatically think marriage means forever it does not i'll tell you for free forever could mean five years am i three years that after three years you can file for divorce. Sometimes that's as long as forever is. And it's unfortunate because I feel like if we were told that, if we were prepared for the eventuality that sometimes monogamy will not work, then maybe, just maybe, just maybe, a lot of us guys would have been less hurt by realizing that they are part of blended families. Because once you have the idea that monogamy does not work or does not is not a guarantee of working, or once you realize that it is not a guarantee of working, that's when you also come and look at yourself and you're like, I will enter into a relationship conscious of the fact that I'll enjoy this moment, but it is not a guarantee that I'll end up with this person. Or it's not a guarantee that me and this person will always be together. It will heal a lot of people because I feel that is the problem. And a lot of people want to use that to blame everything in the world. When you realize that even your parents are just people, the same arguments you're having with your girlfriend over kwenye ulikula is the same argument your dad is having with your mom ya kwenye alikula na mbona amekula. Same things. But guys, um, I'm, I'm going to leave it there so that you all can listen to I Am Deville. Uh, lovely, lovely, lovely Instagram couple. And I love their reality. I love that they put their issues out there so that you can understand that. Okay, it's a marriage goals and a couple goals. There's a lot that goes in between the, like behind the curtains that you don't know about. Yeah, so you guys... <laughs> I'll see you in the next one. I hope you love this episode. Tell me what you think. If you think I am right, Kamakawaida, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. It's underscore J West. If you think I am also wrong or right, you and you have my WhatsApp number, please by all means. Could you complain ko inbox yango? I would love to hear your your your, your opinion on this. Because I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one who thinks that we should be told the how. 
monogamy should work and not just the why we should be monogamous. Until next time, peace. I am not allowed, <laughs> based on our marriage laws and uh-huh. the, the contract we've signed with each other, right. to have sex with anybody else. Right. So these urges that come, mm-hmm. I have to share them with the one person <laughs> I decide to spend the rest of my life with. Right. So that, that brings me back to my my, my soundbite. Okay. Right? I don't understand, and this is what we can discuss mm-hmm. as a woman, because I don't I don't want to say it's a man versus woman thing, but a lot of women do complain, oh, my husband's always on me. Why is he always on me? Mm-hmm. If sex is going to be a chore for you that you don't really want to do, why do women constantly push monogamy on men? If you know that you don't want to have to deal with him all the time just wanting you, mm-hmm. why do you push monogamy on that? Do also, women- also okay. let me finish. Also, I don't feel like I was adequately prepared for marriage. And I've said that before because if I knew that marriage and monogamy was going to involve me trying to meet you where you were at sexually for years to come, then I probably would have reevaluated it if I wanted to be monogamous anyway. So that's fair, but we're not even even talking about marriage. Let's even talk about dating, right? Okay. Two people are dating. Typically in society, who asks for exclusivity first, a woman or a man? I would say a woman. Thank you. That was my whole point. See, you were going all over the place. If women typically ask for exclusivity first, then when they get exclusivity, say, he always on me. He always want to have sex. Why are we asking men for exclusivity if we do not want to participate in sex at the same level as men? We have to think about what I, that does to a man. I hear that. And I don't think that that's being, that, that conversation is being had. Okay. I agree. And that part I agree with. Yes. That women are typically the ones that will ask for the exclusivity. I get that. Yes. But what I'm saying is me as a woman, I don't think that I was necessarily prepared or in the mindset to know that. It's almost like once you get into it, then you're like, oh, shoot, like this is what I'm going to have to keep up with. I get that. Us speaking as 36-year-old people know that now. Had I known that at 26, I, get that. I would have to contend with that, even that. in the dating realm. Then it might have been something I would have reevaluated. What about being you engaged? You might have felt pressure. What about there being no engaged? behind it. I said, we don't got to rush to get married. You said, I don't want to be engaged longer than a year. Is that not pressure? That's me voicing <laughs> my opinion about it. <laughs> Sounds like pressure to me. So you say you want to be engaged. I get engaged. You say you want to be married within a year. We do that. We get married. Then you make it seem like, like sex is a chore to your husband. Once again, I ask the question, why do women who push forth monogamy on the man they're dating then get overwhelmed when that man who tries to provide that monogamy to you, why do you get upset when we're trying to be what you want us to be? You don't want me to be with no one else, right? Right? I'm asking. This is a serious right. question. Yes, absolutely. You don't want me to be with no one else. Absolutely. So if I decide that all this testosterone I have, I want to give to you, why is this so overwhelming now? This is what you asked for. Again, 26 and 27-year-old Kadeen. Uh was like, okay, here's the natural succession of life. You graduate, you're working, you meet somebody, you guys are dating. You want children. Yes. I want children. Yes. We don't want to wait too long or too late to have children. Yes. Though now a lot of people are waiting until their 30s to yes. have children. And I understand why. And we, and we, at that time, felt like, well, we're doing everything in this natural succession that the forces that be have given us this timeline. However... I did not realize that after having children 
after, you know, career changes, all of the turbulences that we've been through in life, that that was going to have a direct effect on my sex drive. That's fair. and, And me not knowing that. If I knew it then, I probably would have rethought, you know, what and, I was going to do when it came to marriage and monogamy. And that is fair. And this is why I like to have this discussion. And I think we should have this discussion because people look at us and say, oh, relationship goals, right? Marriage goals. They don't know what, what is being discussed behind closed doors, mm-hmm. right? So, for example, one of the things that I have deduced through being married to you for a long period of time is this. And this is not a about a woman thing, woman thing. This is about me and you. I learned that you were never taught what it entails to be with someone in a monogamous relationship. The same way no. I was never taught that. Right. So what happens is, is that we both have expectations of what we think it's going to be like. Of course. And then the minute it's not like that, mm-hmm. we start to project our issues that we have with that on each other. So you Naturally, get mad at me, and I get mad on. at you. So the problem is, the problem is, is not so much. The reality of what happens is that we all have this ideal of what it's supposed to be like. And I'm going to give you an example. As a man, right, in my 18, from 18 to 22, we had sex routinely, like, all the time. Yes. That was it, mm-hmm. right? Once we moved into together and we were living together in our own house in Michigan, sex started to slow down. This was before kids. Mm-hmm. This was before marriage. This was before you was mm-hmm. working. This was before any stresses, period. Right. This was just, you. you your sex just started to slow down. Right. And but also, part- too, 18 to 22 was like college. It was my first time out of my parents' house. Um, right. You know, we were living in this utopia that was college right. life. And also, too, um, what was the other thing that I was going to say? So we distance. We had distance. Yes, we had distance. So there was time so, for us to like miss each other and be like, absolutely. oh, I can't wait to see you again. And when we do That's see what each I was other. Getting to. Yeah, okay. Sorry. So <laughs> once we started to move in together right. and you see the same person every single night, mm-hmm. the distance that we had when we were in college and we would, I was traveling and we were doing different things, that distance allows time for you to kind of reboot your sex yes. drive. Yes. For me, I don't necessarily have to reboot my sex drive. The minute I see you, I want to have sex. So. When we were missing each other, it seemed normal that we had sex all the time. But then when we think about it, we really wasn't having sex all the time because we didn't see each other all the time. Right. Then when we moved in together and we see each other every day, every time I want to have sex, I look to you. It became overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So, and the reason why I say that is because the conversation starts happening with why do men fear marriage? Mm-hmm. Why do men fear marriage? And mm-hmm. I'm going to explain this so that everybody can understand this. Mm-hmm. When you're a man, a young man, and you talk to your friends who are married, about getting married, the first thing they do is say, take your time, right? <laughs> they don't ever explain why because men aren't vocal. We don't discuss these things. We're not emotional. Mm-hmm. All they'll say is, Whew, take your time. You got you got time for that. You sure you want to do this? And they're like, yeah, you sure? And they're like, you know, shit going to change. And then you're like, what does that mean? Oh, don't worry about it. Shit going to change. So no one really tells you as a man neither what exactly is going to change and how it's going to change and why it's changing. But I've learned over years why it's changed and how it's changed. So as a man, you start to realize, like, you know what? We are not just wired differently mentally. Physically, we are wired differently. She can't take everything that you want to give her all the time. But since no one tells you that, you just expect that this woman who wants me to be loyal to her, monogamous to her, is going to want to have sex every time I want to have sex. Mm -hmm. And it's not until you move in with a woman and you live with her all the time do you realize that she can't do that. You see what I'm saying? So not only are women not being taught what it's like to be in a monogamous relationship, young men are not being taught what it's like to be in a monogamous relationship. You see, you understand what I'm saying? No, I understand completely because I, I 
experienced the same thing. And that's why I'm grateful for platforms like this or just our mm -hmm. generation of people who are speaking up and speaking right. out and speaking to each other about these things because then maybe people will mm -hmm. make more educated decisions about whether or not they do want to be married or they do want to be in a monogamous relationship or you know what act actually is involved in that. And the crazy thing about marriage is that you know one of the things you always hear is like you know you got to compromise, you got to compromise. But like what happens when one party feels like they're compromising more than the other or one person feels like they're sacrificing more than the other, then that becomes an issue because a lot of times we try to meet each other halfway, but you still feel like you're ended up with the short end of the stick. And it just may be too because you literally have a bigger sex drive than me. And for me, it just takes way more to get me to a point sometimes where right. I'm even willing to do that. Like back to your story, it was like, damn, I know I promised him. Mm -hmm. I promised him some ass tonight. Promised him. And I was like, damn, I can't not do this but I want to go to sleep like I really just want to wash it. my face and go to sleep but I don't want to disappoint him so there I felt like you know what mm -hmm. let me try to do something to genuinely get myself in the mood or with some assistance so this is and this then, is what she did y'all this, <laughs> this is what she did the ponytail then I start to realize what I felt was perfect was only what was fed to me mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying okay and I think That's that fair. if if people would have fed to me the reality of being in a monogamous relationship mm -hmm. from young, I would have known what it was. Rather would than would you have still one, done it, or would you been like, mm, I'm, I'm, not still be it yeah. I'm still doing it now. I'm still doing it now. I don't. Yeah, you I could have bailed, but you didn't. I and could, and you, and you could have bailed. I could have bailed. For so sure. we both made an active choice. Right. We continuously make an active choice to mm -hmm. be here. It's like yeah, because it's, and it's you a know, prioritizing.